Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, another episode, Dean, myself, and we have the wonderful Sierra Jackson joining us once again for today's podcast. And we also have a very special guest uh, who is the CEO and founder of several global six and seven figure businesses and brands. It is Rebecca Lynn Pope. Rebecca, how are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Marry Me Now, the new uh, unscripted series. So, Marry Me Now, I'm the brand new host, brand new show. We premiere this week. Um, And I am coaching and guiding eight beautiful Houston women who are going to propose to their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. And if they say yes, they're going to get married right then. Whoa. So, okay. I'm guiding them through proposal, but also planning an entire wedding, helping them do wedding preparation and planning in three days, an entire wedding. So we're together a total of three days getting all of that done. How did you find these couples? Because it it takes a special kind of person, especially in today's day and age, for the girl to propose to the guy, right? Yeah, I, I am very open and vocal about saying, I don't believe that, I believe 99% of women if surveyed, would say, absolutely not. I would Mm -hmm. never, ever in a million years propose to anyone. Um, So definitely a much smaller, you know, percentage, I think, of the female population would even be willing to do this, much less do it, right, on national television. So yeah, casting was, uh, you know, very... 
they had to be very thorough and they had to really reach out and put up a lot of marketing in order to mm. the women who were willing to do this. For Well, for what it's worth, I've talked about it on this podcast before. Uh, I'm totally fine with just being in a partnership with my girlfriend for the rest of our lives. But she wants to get married. And I told her, I was like, well, if you want to get married, then you can propose to me. And I said it half jokingly, but she's taking it seriously. So maybe maybe uh, we'll be on season two of this show. Well, and, and that's the thing, though. It's like, Dean, so far when we in the show, younger men, when presented with this whole idea, were kind of like, hey, that might be kind of cool that a woman would be so into me and love me so much that... She would actually, you know, do this huge gesture of, of love and commitment and, and be willing to ask me to marry her. Like some of them in their, their response was like, they would be very flattered that that's mm-hmm. how a lot of the younger men responded. And, you're, you know, a lot of our older traditional men that I met that were actually, you know, friends of the bride's family, extended friends and family of the, the brides, you know, the older gentlemen were like, oh, hell, mm. this is not right. You shouldn't be doing this. This is, you know, this is backwards. This is out of order. He's supposed to be, why isn't he proposed to my sister? You know, there was one brother who was really upset, like, you know, why, why should you even have to be doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Sierra, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this whole concept. I... So me personally, I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, to watch this. That's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I personally, me, I, I don't have a problem asking a man to marry me. If I want to marry him and I'm ready to marry him, why can't I ask, you know? So that is, that's my idea, you know, for that. Um, Sometimes, you know, sometimes men need to be guided, you know, you know, and sometimes they need a little push or a little nudge. Um, They don't realize what they got, you know? So, um, sometimes you do have to say, look, you know, like, I want to marry you. I, I want this with you and I want a life with you. Are you in or are you out? Cause if you're out, stop wasting my time, honey. Um, so I don't know. I think that, I think it's, it's amazing. And it does, um, it get, does give women like, you know, power and say, and I think that, you know, I think that's something, you know, that dates like way back. Like, I feel like, you know, women were more seen as like property and they were, they didn't have a voice and they didn't have a right to vote and they didn't have a right to do this or that. Right. So obviously the norm was the man ask. It's all about the man when he wants it, um, how he wants it. And he pulls the strings. Um, but I think that as time changes and, you know, we are, we are no longer their property, right. We are, um, you know, equals to them that we should be able to ask too, you know, but that's just me. A lot of people may not agree. <laughs> I see. I see. I agree with where you're coming from. How come? How come it's been so romanticized throughout the years? I'm curious. Then, because I agree, it is kind of like a. It was like a transactional thing a long time ago, and we've kind of gotten away from it. And now it's become this big romantic gesture. I'm just curious, maybe where that transition took place. You know. No, me too. I'm. I'm curious too, and I mean, I definitely want to know like what your thoughts are about it, Rebecca. You know, on gender roles and how, if they are outdated and like kind of how you feel about it. Like, yeah, I'm I agree. Pretty interested. Sierra, you hit the nail on the head. We're talking about thousands of years, guys, of, you know, patriarchal, the man's the leader, you know. Mm-hmm. It, I think sometimes in 2022, it's easy for us to forget that it wasn't that long ago that women really didn't have hardly any rights. It was, if you go back just to the 70s, guys, in a 
divorce was very new, even the concept of getting divorced and in divorces, women would lose all rights to their children. They would give the children to the men because they were considered to be because they were breadwinners and women didn't have a lot of money, right? They the, the kids would automatically go to the husbands. We're talking about the right to vote, the right to work, the right to make money, the right, I mean, all of this stuff is, I mean, considering history, this is all very new. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel new to us in this, you know, current last two generations right here, but it is very new. And, and so to really turn it around and for women to be proposing is really turning the whole concept of traditional gender roles on its head, right? Mm -hmm. And I love what Sierra is saying, because what I saw in the show, we predominantly, our brides were 25 to 35, our young women from Houston, right? And, and these are empowered women. I, I said it throughout every episode in the show that this takes a bold woman, this takes a confident woman, this takes a very empowered, almost more like boss chick mm -hmm. type of young woman, right? Because the, the traditional stuff and all of that, you're just going to throw that out the window. Anybody who is really still stuck on that is, you know, never going to do this. So that is really who the show is really showcasing. It's just a really a lot of bold, confident young women who are saying, and, and guys, it's not even people who have been together for like, you know, tons and tons of years, we had couples that have been together like a year, all mm -hmm. the way up to seven plus years. And you know, those seven plus years, they're kind of like, uh, like, wait a minute, what are we doing? It's time to, you know, is or get off the pot, right? Like, yeah. it, but in those, those couples that were like a year, it's more like she's in love. She's met what she considers to be the one that he's just, you know, amazing to her and she's ready to do this. Yeah. I'm excited to watch too, because as much of a, uh, of a statement it is that they're making to propose to their men, uh, to then put that on television as well as a whole new dynamic of it, you know, cause it's not something that we're used to seeing on TV. So you're opening yourself up to a lot of scrutiny and criticism for it. Definitely. So, uh, definitely takes a lot of courage to do what they're doing. I really respect that. A lot of courage. And especially because the only per, you know, the only visuals we've had of women proposing, I don't know about you guys, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the only time I've seen this is like these viral cringy video clips on Instagram, you know, where a woman's getting down on one knee or something in public and he's like walking away and you're like, no, don't do it, sis, get up. You know, like, yeah. it's like so embarrassed for her. And so th this is, you know, quite different because these are very real relationships. These, some of these couples have children together. I mean, these are very real women, real relationships where, I think the the women's timeline is saying, let's do this and let's see what the man's going to do. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, 
and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's the format of the show going to be like? Is each episode going to be uh, focusing on a different couple? Mm -hmm. One couple per episode, so eight couples. Okay. And then do we get to follow them around like post and, and pre-marriage and all that stuff? Or what, like, what do we get to see? The entire episode is literally, when I say we are hitting the ground running because we've got three days to plan proposal and complete wedding. So they're meeting me as their life and love coach. That's the introduction. And then I'm getting in, I, I start digging because I want to know you know, the truth behind the relationship, what's really going on, what issues may be there. Why is she doing this? Right. We, we got to be able to understand what is the reason for why you're doing this. And so mm-hmm. each episode is literally walking us through that coaching process and then up to proposal, which, by the way, is in her wedding dress. Oh, wow. She's proposing in her wedding dress. And then if he says yes, we run, we go right into a beautiful wedding with vows and everything. 
And how quickly, how quickly into meeting these couples can you tell whether or not it's going to work out? Guys, I'm going to be honest. Um, so, some of these couples really threw me. Um, the, some of them that I would, I was like, my girlfriend, are you sure you, <laughs> you want to do this? Like, I'm nervous for you, right? Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I, I, based on just the facts, I don't see how we came to this decision to do this. And then, you know, the, the man is absolutely in love with her and, and he's just head over heels excited when she proposes and they're off to get married. And I'm sitting there like, okay, I, I guess. This, it worked, you know, so I, I, I gave up trying to judge one way or the other. I, I would get these very strong feelings of, you know, this is definitely a yes. Oh my God, they're so in love. And I love her family and his family. And it's just an amazing dynamic and the families love each other. And, and then it was a no mm. and devastation. Do you think there's any coming back from a uh, rejected proposal? Like, let's say you asked get to marry you and then they say no. Is there any coming back from that? Or is that like the end of the relationship entirely? <laughs> I think it de depends on the woman. I think, it you know, personality types play into this a lot. Dean, you know, some people are fiery and angry and, you know, it's you can piss someone off and, and she's feisty and, you know, and it's like, you don't get another chance. Um, I, in my observations from the couples, I'll say, I think it depends a lot on the explanations for why it may be a no, right? Like what, is it real? Is it, you know, that we really need to take more time? We haven't been together long enough or, or is it he's making up some lame excuses and is, you know, really never has any intention of really marrying her. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think that in this situation, when you do something this big, it, you don't have a choice, but to face the reality of whatever that answer is, right? You know how in relationships, we can kind of put our head in the sand and women can kind of, oh, you know, she's in her, in her head with the fairy tale and, you know, and, and it's, oh, you know, one day he's going to propose and, and we're in love and she might be ignoring a, a gazillion red flags that it's, it's not what, you know, she wants it to be or thinks it is. But it, I think in with this show in that moment, there's just no denying this is a definitive yes or no. And, you know, some and some of the guys like with the nose, I, I was just sitting there like that was the lamest. Like, I can't even you couldn't do better than that. Like, yeah. like I also know. don't know how someone would be able to come back from a no on the show, because, you know, you have as a woman going out on such a limb and proposing specifically on national TV, but just even yeah. proposing in general and kind of like we talked about flipping those social norms upside down. And then to have the guy say, no, I think as the woman who's taking this chance of proposing to her man, poof, that's a tough one to come back from. It, the crazy, yeah. the crazy thing to me too is, is the proposal is one thing, but then you guys go straight into the wedding. That's crazy. That's a lot it's funny of oh, a lot of pressure. Sierra, even just at the top of this, uh, podcast was saying, oh, engagements can be broken, and they certainly can be, but not if you go right into the marriage. You know, you yeah. don't really have much yeah. time to figure all that you out. About five crazy. minutes to break that thing off. Yeah. So this is my this is my question for you, Rebecca. What are um the the men you know getting getting asked cough guard? You know, what do they what do they think is going on? Like, how are they you know how are they unaware of what's happening? You know, um, 
you know, if this is their partner and typically you're, you know what your partner's doing or what your partner's up to or their schedules, right? And all of a sudden your partner's like, you know, weird, you know, and, you mm-hmm. know, do they, do they suspect something's happening? I mean, kind of what, you know, how are they getting this surprise? So one of the things that OWN did a really great job of is really kind of plotting out exactly how this would be orchestrated in a way for him to not uh, be aware of what was coming. And the first step is that I never meet the men. I never meet the boyfriends because they're, they're very much aware, you know, ongoing. We have a, a hit show. It, they would know my face immediately, right? Like, oh my God, that, that's that lady from that show. So I never meet the men. And then each episode, there is a show ruse. There's, if, if the bride, if, if our um, lady is a realtor, she's pretending she's on a reality real estate hot real estate in Houston, right? And mm-hmm. so he thinks he's supporting her and her Houston hot real estate show. And, and so they do these interviews together and it's more about like, oh, we're going to buy a house or the real estate market and things like that. And he just thinks he's on camera to support her, you know, or whatever the show is about that makes sense for the couple. So each show was different. One one couple had where they were going on a fixer upper show to remod- give him a man cave in the house or something. So he was like so excited because I'm going to get a man cave. And she, <laughs> she ends up proposing. And the first thing he said after proposal was like, well, am I still getting my man cave? Like she's <laughs> like, oh, that wasn't even anything, you know, real. So yeah, they, they do a really great job with Sierra of like really keeping him in the dark about what's going on to, up to that very moment where she is walking up to him in her wedding dress and going to propose and he turns around and sees her. Okay, okay. I've got a question for you. So for our listeners um, out there, for, for your reference, I guess, Rebecca, a lot of our listeners, I would say majority of them are women. Um, let's say someone is in a relationship now their partner's dragging their feet when it comes to a proposal. Uh, and, and maybe one of the girls is thinking about proposing to their boyfriend. What kind of advice would you have for someone in that situation? I think there's really great signs if a man is really thinking long-term and is looking at you like he wants to marry you. He wants you to be his wife one day. There's going to be lots of conversations about your combined future together. There's going to be conversations about children, you know, finances, uh, whatever the, the future goals, business goals, where you want to live. There's going to be lots of conversation around this because, you know, getting married is just such a huge decision especially for men, right? So if, a, if this is on a man's mind, he's going to be talking about things that even if he doesn't mention the word marriage, he's talking about the two of you in your combined future in big plans. Not like what we're doing next Tuesday for date night, but like, oh yeah, by the way, honey, my 401k is doing this. Or like, you know, just the different things that go along with very serious, the, the issues of life, right? The real stuff. Um, And so if he is not having any of those types of conversations, I mean, Dean, I don't encourage any woman to think about proposing without having some conversations to even know if you're on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. Like it only, to me, it only makes sense if, if you're going to think about marrying someone, you have to have really great communication. That's number one. With great communication comes sharing right? And, and just talking about your heart's desires, your, your plans. I mean, so I, I think that 
mature couples for sure should be having these conversations about, you know, what they're expecting, what they want. I don't think that any woman should just be proposing out of the blue and, you know, you haven't even had those type of real conversations with him to even know that that that's where he's at and that's what he wants. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during black history month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. 
There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Jared, what do you think? Do you think it ever would have been a possibility for Ashley to propose to you? Or do you think it was always destined for you to ask the question to her? She, so the problem is, and, and Rebecca, I'm sure this is an issue that you face as well, is I feel like a lot of women don't want to propose. They want to wait until their man proposes to them. And that was something that Ashley would be 100% in agreement with. She would, she would have waited till I proposed because that's just what she wanted. She always wanted to be proposed to. Um, it's part of the dream. The, the exactly yeah so there's yeah there's no way ashley would have proposed to me she would have waited she would have killed me if i didn't propose to her <laughs> all right that's reasonable i mean i uh i could see it going both ways you know i i agree with the idea of like it's kind of ingrained in our heads since a, a very young age to you know like the guy proposes to the girl and you get married and you have kids and you move in a house etc 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 but i always think it's so cool when you hear stories about like just like on, on, I mean, granted, you guys have a very unique story. Obviously you proposed to Ashley on a beach in Mexico in front of, yeah. you know, millions of people. Um, I just, I love the unique stories, you know? So like, I'm sure that we're going to see a lot of great marriages out of this show that we're about to see Rebecca. And it's, I, I feel like them being able to tell their children like, yeah, your mom proposed to me. I think is like, it's a really cool thing to be able to say to well, people, you know, Rebecca, I wanted to ask you before you go to, do you think that this will ever become, uh, a staple in our society that will change where more women do propose, or do you think it's going to be still what it is now, which is very rare. And then furthermore, do you ever see the construct of marriage changing as society evolves? Guys, I've said it for several years and women especially get really upset when I say this, but if things continue to trend the way it's going, I don't believe that we will see marriage as a predominant principle, moral, you know, outlook, expectation, goal in 50 years. I mean, if things keep going the way, the way they're going, and there's just no denying that millennials are leaning away from marriage more towards life partnerships. Um, There's this new thing. Have you heard of this about partner, not partner proposals, but it's like a, a ceremony, partner ceremonies that mm. are not. No, I have you heard of this? Yes. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about when people are basically agreeing to basically be partners for life, a wedding, but without the legalities of a wedding yes. and being married. This is um, a thing. Sign me up for one yeah. of those, please. I'll there take you two. <laughs> and, and you know, it's a, so this is, I mean, I'm about to be a grandma, y'all. I'm older, you know, I, of course I'm coming from being more traditional. got married really young, had my kids young, you know, um, three grown sons, you know, and I talked to my sons, my oldest is 28. He definitely still believes in marriage, but he is, he's not moving fast in that direction. It's, I, I think we're going to continue to see young people either not getting married or waiting a lot longer before they do get married. It's called a commitment ceremony. There we go. Mm -hmm. Commitment ceremony. I just heard about that the other day and I was like, more of this trend, right? Like, why do we have to involve the court systems? Why do we have to involve legal, you know? And you're 100% right, because the more I think about it, the more everybody dreams of having a wedding and this big day and this celebration of love. But what comes with it is a lot of heaviness with signing your life and, and really becoming half of a whole, both 
emotionally, physically, financially, so on and so forth. So it would make sense that everybody's like, well, I want the wedding, but I'm not sure if I want to like sign my life away to you, so to speak. That's interesting. And I think more people do need to take marriage more serious because it is very Mm -hmm. serious. Like, you know, Sierra, you wouldn't go and just become business partners with some random person you met three months ago and and sign on the dotted line to start a business with, with someone you don't even barely know. But we'll, oh, he's got to be the one. She's the one. And yeah, three to six yeah. months, you're like, oh, we might be getting married. And it's like, that's your whole, like, when you sign on the dotted line, it's your whole life. And the one thing I've, I've recently been really thinking about is how men traditionally have been more worried about uh, marriage just because they have typically been the higher breadwinners, earners, right? Income. And then marriage is like this really big risk without a prenup because you can lose half of everything. Your children, if she just wakes up tomorrow and says, oh, I don't love you anymore. And and I just want to, I'm going to leave you, divorce you and take your kids. There's like really nothing he can do, which is what I hear from younger men. They've witnessed all of this for years and are saying, you know, I don't, I don't really know that I'm, I'm down to put my life on the line like that. But now with women making a lot more money, your women are as just as much at risk without a prenup marrying somebody and, and he leaving you and taking half of your money and whatever enterprise you've created. I'm all for a prenup. I will say, and I don't care when I get married, I'm signing a prenup and I'm like, I'm all for a prenup because it's like people, I think people have this idea too, that prenups are if you get divorced, you get nothing. And I think that it's like, no, it's a contract that you decide together on what's going to happen if we don't work out under what circumstance. If you cheat, yeah, I'm about to take half of all your, all of it. Yes. But maybe 75%. Shoot. But yeah, and we can put it in there. But if we fall out of love naturally, then we take what's ours. We take you know, we, we, you know, we, I take what I worked on or, or whatever, if you're a stay at home mom, it's like, okay, for every year that I was a stay at home mom, this much money so that I can get back on my feet and get a career because I was stay at home mother, because that's what you wanted. And you were the breadwinner. So like prenups are so great. I think so. Cause it is, <clears throat> it's like, it's like going into business. You wouldn't go into business without a contract. So why are you going to get married without one? Like you have these things and it's not about like, well, if you love me, we're going to last forever because blah, blah, blah. No one knows what's going to happen. No one ever knows. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like playing Russian roulette at this mm-hmm. point, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that prenumps are a very logical, <laughs> I think. But that's part of the problem why so many people don't like prenumps because it, it cuts into the fantasy and romance of yeah. being in love, you know? Yeah. And, and so people don't want to think about if we break up or if you cheat or they don't want to deal with the reality and, and relationships are difficult. Relationships are hard. Um, marriage is hard. People get mad when I say that too. Marriage is hard. You know, dealing with another human being is it, not easy when you're merging your life with someone. Yeah. Most definitely. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for the listeners out there, be sure to check out. It's Marry Me Now and it's on the Oprah Winfrey Network, right? And Discovery Starts- Plus. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to watch. It sounds like it's going to be quite the hoot. So um, we're looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. 
that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, again, Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Be sure to check her show out, Marry Me Now, on the Oprah Winfrey Network on Saturday, March 19th. Uh, Sierra, we are excited to see your journey continue on. We want you to, we want you to go to paradise only if, you, only if you're up for it. Yes. Only if you think you could find a non-F-boy down there to fall in love with. Yeah, if I can get him a whole ass man, then yes. I mean, I hope I'm okay to cuss because I have a potty mouth, so sorry. Oh, but totally yeah, okay. I need him to be like 30 or A up. man. You know, I need I need a man. Like 30 is pushing it too. I want him to have like, you know, the features. Like he, like he smells of mahogany and rich mm. wood. And fucking sipping on an old smoky, old fashioned with a cigar <laughs> in his mouth. Mm. There you go. There you go. For the, for anyone that's pining after Sierra, you know exactly what it's going to take. Um, Michael Aoli, if you're listening to this, you better show up to Paradise with a smoky old-fashioned and a cigar in your mouth. Otherwise, you're smell blowing it. Mahogany. I smell mahogany. I smell rich mahogany. I have many leather-bound books. Um, <laughs> anyways, thank you guys uh, for, for being here with us for this podcast. Jared, um, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know, I know you're a busy guy these days. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> cool. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help I Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.